American Road Trip Talk, where you meet the people behind the stories in American Road Magazine. My name is Foster Brown. In our winter 2013 issue of American Road Magazine, we wandered a bit north of our theme area of Washington State into the Canadian Rockies for the subject of our memory motel column. Tucked in the foothills of the craggy grandeur of British Columbia, near the town of Ainsworth Springs, stands the Mermaid Lodge and Motel. Not quite the image that you would seem to go with uh, a town that grew up in the rough and tumble of the Canadian gold rush. In part one of our interviews with Marsha Gillies, who is the current innkeeper along with her husband, we'll find out about the fascinating history of an area of the Rockies that has been a gathering place for millennia due to its healing waters. In part two and three, Marsha will share the colorful history of the lodge itself and her family's overcoming tragedy to maintain it. Don't miss any of these installments. Today's interview is brought to you by the Illinois Route 66 Scenic Byway, where the Mother Road begins. From famous roadside restaurants to hidden gems, Route 66 in Illinois offers a journey back in time. Welcome to another edition of American Road Trip Talk. This time we are going to be going north to Canada. And with us on the line is Marsha Gillies, who is the proprietress, the innkeeper at the Mermaid Lodge and Motel in Ainsworth Hot Springs, British Columbia. Marsha, welcome to American Road Trip Talk. Oh, thanks very much, Foster. I appreciate this. Delighted to have you with us because the story that unfolded uh, in uh, the article that was printed in our magazine recently in the Memory Motel section gave us a little bit of the outline of a fascinating motel and lodging, really, more than just simply a motel, but a, a lodge that's been around providing shelter in your area for well over a 100 years. Can you take us back to when the Mermaid was first created as a lodge? The Mermaid Lodge, the residence itself, was uh, intended to be just a single-family re- residence originally. It was uh, built by a very famous uh, sheriff, uh, gold commissioner, and uh, land commissioner, um, that was appointed for the entire Kootenai Lake, named Sheriff Henry Anderson. Uh, he built this lodge uh, for his wife, Hannah, in uh-huh. 1891. And uh, he was quite famous for apprehending the Bluebell murderer just across the lake from us in a little uh, uh, town called Ryandale. Uh, it was uh, the Bluebell uh, Mine, and it was a claim-jumping incident mm. uh, where uh, two uh, fellows were uh, heard threatening one another over a claim uh, uh, they were disputing with one another. Um, uh, the uh, one fellow, of course, was murdered, and uh, the uh, um, convicted, or I should say the accused, uh, was taken on horseback by Sheriff Henry Anderson uh, to uh, Vancouver to stand trial. It took, I think, three days to uh, make this trek on horseback. Yeah. Um, at any rate, uh, after three years, he was convicted, and it was strictly on circumstantial evidence, and mm. he was hung. Oh, my. And, uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, um, in uh, 1894, a huge fire wiped out the whole town of Ainsworth, uh, the school, the church, uh, the only building left standing was the historical uh, lodge and two other uh, residences um, located close to the lake. Wow, it's a, survi- a survivor, really, then, in many ways. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, very, very well-built uh, lodge, for sure. 
1894, of course, uh, was uh, uh, the sad parting of Sheriff Henry Anderson. He uh, uh, passed away. Um, a fellow uh, a few years ago was uh, doing a story on uh, uh, Ainsworth and uh, Sheriff Henry Anderson and uh, went to extract the death records, and uh, they were missing. Mm. Uh, when I spoke to him, he said that it was most likely because it was it was suicide. Ah. Uh, it's usually the family that has the authority to extract the records and don't mm. want it to be made public. Um, so, uh, yeah, a very sad ending for uh, Sheriff Henry Anderson. And, but it's interesting when you uh, all that rough and tumble is kind of characteristic of that part of Canada, which is in the Canadian Rockies. You're no, about four hours north of Spokane, Washington, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, So right. you're yeah. it's it right kind of in the kind of in the middle of the Canadian Rockies up there. The um, <clears throat> and along the light, you're along the shores of a very famous lake. So talk a little mm-hmm. bit about that because I think that kind of defines the area as well. Yeah. The Kootenai Lake is the longest inland lake in British Columbia. It's 97 miles long and extends down into Idaho. Uh, it's a trophy fishing lake. We have mm. many different species. We've got uh, the kokanee, uh, which is a landlocked salmon. And I think in Idaho they call them the silver. They travel in schools of two or 300 at a time. You know, when you get into one of those schools, you're just raking them in, you know, wow. and yeah. it doesn't take long to get your limit of, of you know, <laughs> 15 or 20 of them, you know, oh um, they're only a pan size, you know, uh, uh, salmon, but um, they are just awesome eating. We also have the Gerard Rainbow, which are monsters that go to 30, 40 pounds. Oh, my goodness. In this lake. And this is the time of year that the fishermen are out trying to catch them. Ah. The colder the, the weather is, uh, the closer they are to the surface and easier to catch. Ah, I got you. Okay. Uh, so between November and February is the peak fishing for these trophy fish. Uh, there's there's sturgeon, there's whitefish, there's wow. lingcod. I mean, there's just so many varieties. It's a, you know. So it's been a it's been a tremendous attraction, but it was also an attraction back in the late 1800s. You mentioned the the tragic case of the uh, murder that went on there um, uh, between gold uh, prospectors that had come north because it was part of that kind of second rush north into the yeah. Canadian wilderness. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And when you've got one sheriff, you know, that's <laughs> uh, basically controlling the whole Kootenai Lake region, he can only, uh, uh, you know, uh, can do so deal much. with so many issues. Yeah, that's, exactly. right, that's right. So you had, you had the gold rush, you had the wonderful fishing up there. But even before that, going back to prehistoric times, I understand, uh, that area has been a very important area, a gathering place because of a natural phenomenon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've got underground hot springs everywhere here. Uh, Cody Caves is an underground network of limestone formations that date back 500 million years. You know, uh, the caves here, uh, we're right next door to the hot springs uh, and caves. Um, and, and it's the caves at Ainsworth Hot Springs that make it unique. It's not just a big yeah. outside pool. Mm-hmm. Um, the caves actually were first discovered, excuse me, first discovered by the Indians. Um, and uh, they would go in there to nurse their wounds and, and uh, ailings. And uh, uh, when the gold rush hit, of course, the mining companies came in and they took over and, and uh, they started blasting and drilling. Oh. And unfortunately, the more they blasted and drilled, the more hot water they found. <laughs> so they eventually created this horseshoe-shaped cave 
um, which is, of course, the natural hot springs now. And, uh, and the mineral formations that cover the walls are just a, a beautiful oh, yes. uh, array of colors and, and shapes. And uh, they do have to sandblast in the caves every few years because the, the stalactites and mineral formations, they would, you know, eventually cover, you know, <laughs> exactly. the opening. They're doing, they're doing exactly what they should do, which is uh, continue right. to accrete That's like that. So it's a fascinating sure. area for a number of different reasons. Now, I'm curious mm-hmm. how the, the lodge uh, came to be in your family, um, because I understand from the history that I've read that there have not been that many owners to the lodge and then to the mm-hmm. extended buildings that have been added on to that. Uh, over right. the over the course of how many years is it that Lodge been there now? Well, it was built in 1891. Okay, it is uh, to this day still the oldest building still in operation on the Kootenay Lake, and it was also uh, Ainsworth was the first settlement on the Kootenay Lake. It was the first wood frame building built in Ainsworth as well. Wow, remarkable! Many so, many firsts for that great lodge, and, yeah, qu- and yeah. quite I'm a sorry history. I forgot to mention those. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's got I, an awesome history, Foster. Really, very very fortunate. Oh yes. People have asked me, you know, gosh, is it haunted? And <laughs> Neil swears that that Herman's upstairs every time a door closes or something, you know, from a draft. But no, I I think that if it's haunted, it's got nothing but good spirits in yeah. here. Um, in the uh, Hungry Thirties, the Scott family, uh, in order to try and survive the Hungry Thirties, they added on uh, two units to the side of the historical lodge, and they took in boarders uh, into the four rooms, four small rooms upstairs in the historical lodge. And uh, um, once the uh, uh, Scott family sold, it was sold to uh, Heckers, Mr. and Mrs. Hecker. Mm-hmm. And uh, in 1974, my mother just happened upon this lodge and decided to stay the night and started a conversation with Mr. and Mrs. Heckers, who were in their senior years. We're going to have to pause our story right there and hope that you'll join us for part two when you'll hear from Marsha about her family's personal history in the lodge and how it was painted with some terrible tragedy but has gone on to be remarkably successful. Join me again for part number two on the next edition of American Road Trip Talk. This interview was brought to you by the Illinois Route 66 Scenic Byway, where the Mother Road begins. From famous roadside restaurants to hidden gems, Route 66 in Illinois offers a journey back in time. You've been listening to another edition of American Road Trip Talk, where we introduce you to the people and places behind the articles in American Road Magazine. Please subscribe to our regular podcast interviews through iTunes or your favorite podcast application. Visit us online at AmericanRoadMagazine.com for more information about the magazine, trip itinerary suggestions, fun contests, and a whole lot more. Until we meet again on the American Road, this is Foster Brown reminding you that the joy is in the journey.